Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You are watching. You guessed it. It's the Talkville I guess you could see the best of episode, Ryan, Tom, we're here. And I want to thank everyone who stuck through two seasons with us so far. It's been great. And as you yeah. know, you're the reason why we're sticking around. We love it. But uh, the patrons, patreon.com slash talkville. If you want to continue the show, if you want us to continue, please join. Please support the podcast, uh, patreon.com slash talkville. A lot of cool perks. Um, also, talkvillepodcast.com. So many, there's, you know, these these shirts Damn, who's that? We have these shirts now. People are buying them like, you know, they're going out of, out of style here. The hot like, cakes. There's only some like hotcakes. Like hotcakes. Thank you, Ryan. That's the word we're looking for. Yeah. And we had so much fun doing this. And before we head into season three, which will be a little bit down the road, but not far. We're not that far away. We'll be premiering in three weeks on Wednesday, July 19th. <laughs> right back into it. What are you guys' general feelings for this second season of the show after getting through the first? I mean, look, we had uh, you know Christopher Reeve as a guest star, Anson Emmanuel, Anson Mount Emmanuel Boger. Well, you know, guest stars on the show on on, on Smallville. Rob LaBelle, you know, the face blast. Maggie Lawson, Eric Johnson. What would you say compared to uh, the first season? Well, let's go with Ryan first. Ryan, did you like the second season better? Uh, I think I did. Uh, there were noticeable improvements in everyone's acting, for one. Um, okay, okay. I'll take that as a slight. <laughs> it was a slight. Um, but no, it was honestly just better. Everyone looked more comfortable. The effects were were getting better, and it looked like, uh, I mean, the directors were having a little we're more fun. We're finding our footing. We're you, finding our you way. You found it. Um, I think it was really good. I think the storylines were interesting, um, and uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, Tom? in general, better. I, I do. I, I think we got we got better. I think the first year, I, the riding the the excitement of it being new was fun. I think the second season, I think we got better with, you know, guests speaking of guests, sort of figure out how they fit into the show and and whatnot. I mean, I think it was second season was was better, but it was also more difficult. We had to take a break for a while. We had to sort of jump episodes because I, my work schedule and your work schedule. So it was very complicated, but I think we ended up with a better show. I, I agree. I, I think the second season was better than the first. The first season was all freak of the week. Second how, season. How many, how many roses would you give the first season and how many would you give season the out of, I would probably give um, a rose, <laughs> a rose and a half. And this season, I give more like a rose and a half solid to the <laughs> second season. I thought there was a lot of improvement, but it also had a you know a ways to go. I thought that it got darker, which I like. I like some dark stuff in there. It wasn't just fluff. The yeah. the the uh, triangle love triangle kind of got worse. That pissed me off a bit. I'll be honest with you. I'm not shitting on the show, but you could also get that shirt at. Well, I, I, I know that um, one of the things you really liked about season two was Chloe's storyline. That was something that really had your had your attention. I, I love Allison, but her storyline tends to, you know, sort of victim all the time. Oh, is there, is, there a t is there a T-shirt for that? I wonder. 
That could be another Maybe one. Maybe we should make a t-shirt. Uh, what would you think? It says. I don't think you, I don't think you could put victim. How about Chloe's crying again? <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. Or just maybe a shirt that says Chloe's crying again. How about get over it? Get over it. Uh, look, the storylines, we had blind Lionel Luther. We had pregnant Martha. We, well, Lex's we two suspected marriages. blind, suspect, suspectedly yeah, blind. Yeah, you say that, but I, I <laughs> there's some, there's some, uh, there's some, what's the word, discrepancy perhaps, but uh, less freaks of the week. There were that. There were less freaks of the yeah. week, and that's when the show is stronger. Or strongest love triangles you know i hate well we i just listened to your podcast uh when you had al miles on when i was driving home from the airport the other night and they were talking about how the ratings went up season two it was a smash hit season one but it got even bigger season two and i thought that was interesting you know what i i think that it had the opportunity to even be bigger i think that if it was a streaming platform back then if there was such a thing it would have been different and more well thought out because you can't really think out 22 23 episodes we've talked about that ad nauseum yeah. but um i think the show could have like it was a great show i think it was a great show small was a great show revolutionized you know superhero television it just it, it just kind of every, everybody wanted to follow in our footsteps and they did but i would say i i thought the show could have been one for the ages. I, I don't like how there's a lot of shows that get more respect, more acknowledgement. It it, it upsets me, and because I I think that um, as many as many people like the show or have liked the show, um, you know, uh, a lot of these shows from the CW or WB get a little more credit. They do revamps, they do the new versions, they do you know. We don't get that. We don't. They never asked us to do anything else. Maybe because it was an expensive show. I don't know the reason. But think about the other shows that were on around that time. Well, there there is a thing now that I mean, you see it in the films too, where they're just branching out every character everywhere. And I don't know how you would do that uh, with the with the yeah, structure maybe. that we have as a series. Maybe, maybe you maybe. know, as, unless it was like you know, Lex moves to Washington, or Lana in her kryptonite skin suit now becomes a. a an anti-villain somewhere you know people weren't so thinking like that back then huh so a hero an anti-villain so a hero. yeah <laughs> oh sorry no. anti-villains <laughs> you mean a hero i'd be a hero anti-villain it upsets there. me i'm not saying this was a bad show it wasn't a bad show it was a good show to a lot of people but you know someone came up to me and they're just you know you you hear about these one tree hill reunions and all these things and i'm like smallville is a bigger show than like One Tree Hill or The OC. People, those are big. Like I think those shows are bigger than Smallville, aren't they? People know those well, shows more than they know Smallville. Do they not? Am I angry? <laughs> I mean, is the it also OC because was on the, Fox and it was a big hit on Fox and has more viewers? Oh, anyway, I thought the, the OC was the WB or CW. I mean, I mean it, it was on been, Fox. It was Fox. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was the same kind of show. Yeah. But also, kind of put Fox in the They map. have made Superman movies since, and that's where sure. you sort of run into trouble is it's uh it's that's kind of the same concept so that like, story continues. you guys were in a very unique pocket but like that story just exists in other mediums where you know there's not like a one tree hill hasn't been in the zeitgeist since the 30s you know right but has there ever been a show that is so creative in terms of the story of clark becoming superman over years and and, and lex no. becoming the villain over you it's never been done no. it was the first so Look, we have a lot of fans. We have a lot of people that watch the show. We have a lot of people that still watch Smallville. They show up to the cons. They're they're glorious and they're um, uh, 
they're awesome. They're just, uh, you know, loyal is the word. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, I'm, I guess I'm proud of the show. So I'm like, come on, man. Smallville. Because now everybody's like, you know, Arrow and this. And th- these are all great shows. I'm not knocking the shows. I'm just saying, don't you remember us before the social <laughs> media shit? All right, I'm going to let it go. I want to be a meme. Meme me. Uh, meme me. Mind me, pipe, mind me. Mind me, man. All right, segments here. We're going to segments. Bryce did a really good job of this stuff. By the way, go to uh, talkvillepodcast.com and get amazing merch. Um, and thanks for calling in the hotline. Um, segments, Rosenbaum ratings. Those are fun. Rosenbaum ratings. Three roses is the best, three bombs the worst. Bomb then we have half halves. Season two averages. Listen to this. This is interesting. Tom's average in season two. I was surprised by this. A rose and a half. That is that is high for you. My, well, let's go to Ryan now. Ryan, <laughs> one point two roses. Mm. Mm. An eighth of a rose for me. <laughs> oh my god, I was an eighth in a row. But look, it wasn't in the middle. It was it was almost a rose. Like it was good. An eighth of a rose. Give me a fucking rose. Boy, that out, Jason. An eighth, an eighth of a rose. Just give a rose. I'm a rose. No. It's, not, it's not an eight. What is that? Yeah. yeah, it's 0. 0.8. It's yeah. eight tenths of a rose. Patrons, however, a rose and a half. So Tom was going somewhere because the listeners and viewers and fans, they sided with Tom. I inadvertently wasn't siding with. It was just that was. I'm going to I'm going to have my own T-shirt. It's called Finger on the Pulse. Finger on the Pulse. All right. I gave <laughs> four episodes bombs. That's not bad out of 23. Ryan, one episode just gave a bomb. And Tom gave uh, gave out three heaters, but no yeah. bombs. You got to play the averages. You didn't give any bombs? No, none of them were bombs. Sure they no. were. Redux? Oh. I don't know what the <laughs> F that means. That thing was Borstate University. That, was, that, was, that wasn't good TV. That was, that was a bomb, man. All right, highs and lows. Let's go to highs and lows. I... Been searching high. Name that band. I've been searching. Gonna talk about baby. Don't forget oh, my. They used to dance like this. Number Millie Vanilli. Highs and lows. Tom. Tom gave three roses to these two episodes. Can you name them, Tom? Uh, I know I liked Rosetta. Yep. Uh, Vortex. Yes. Yeah. Are you looking at your sheet? No, but I just remember those. I mean, Rosetta, I mean, come on. And then the Vortex, I just remember being surprised by it. Your lows were heater. You gave a heater to Redux and Witness and Accelerate. Yeah. My high was Rosetta and Vortex, two and a half roses. My low was one and a half bombs for Heat and Redux. I mean, Heat was surprising to me because Heat was a sort of apex turn of events for clark but that's just me <laughs> all right well ryan ryan gave two and a half roses to rosette and vortex as well we were on the same page his low was a bomb for heat the patrons gave 2.8 roses to rosetta oh. now i don't agree with that you're saying that the pilot episode is a three rose but rosetta's 2.8 it's like saying like it's like saying <laughs> aliens is better than alien. No, it's not a good analogy. I would Terminator say Terminator two is better than Terminator one. I would say it's like back to the future. 
giving that three roses and giving the second one 2.8 roses. Like, no, so, no. So maybe we should preface it with, did not the roses per episode, but in the in the Smallville world, how does this one episode stand up? That's what, that's how you look at it. Everybody loved it. Alan Miles, it's their favorite. I think Beeman, uh, Jeff Loeb loved Rosetta. Oh, by the way, this was given by uh, some patrons, Leah and uh, Kristen. It is a Smallville pillow. Now, now is a Smallville pillow. It's embroidered or whatever, the, if you want to call it. I failed that in art class. I did. I had to embroider like a Santa Claus for the holidays, and I just couldn't do it. And so my, I told my dad, "This is one of the nice." That you don't that you, that you don't believe in Santa Claus? No, uh, not yeah. Well, that too. But uh, I, I said, "Hey, this is due tomorrow morning at ten a.m., and I haven't started." He goes, "Are you kidding? You, you want me to embroider an entire Santa Claus and all these things? Like, and not cross stitch? It's called cross stitching." I woke up thinking, "All right, I'm gonna get an A." Pulled out his thimble and he left a note and goes, got too tired. Couldn't finish it. It was like half of Santa Claus. They gave me a D just for, cause I started it. He didn't you even didn't even start it. it. I thought for sure I was going to, anyway, thanks to Lee and Kristen for that bill. It's got all the, did you go to the, did you go to the teacher? Be like, listen, this is not my fault. I asked my dad to do this. And yeah. So it. you should give him an F. So patrons gave one tenth of a bomb. No patrons, 2.8 Rosetta. The low was one bomb, I guess, to Redux. Point one. Point one. I don't understand a point one. I see that one. Season scores. Tom, 1.5. Roses. Roses. Michael, one rose. Ryan, 1.3. Patrons, 1.5. Is that an average? For season one, yeah. For season one. Oh, okay. Season one right. average. So mine was one rose. That's pretty effing good. For season one. So you're lying when you say like season two. Considering you give no threes and you give bombs, that's pretty good. Total series scores. One and a half roses for Tom. Ryan, 1.2 roses. Patrons, one and a half roses. And me, 0.9 tenths of a rose. Dude, finger on the pulse. I got this. <laughs> what does that mean? That's mine. I got this. Finger on the pulse of the crowd. I can feel the vibe. If I was a DJ, oh. I can mix it up. Finger on the pulse. Is that what it means? Yeah, he, he knows what the right. what the people want. Death and save count, folks. Some of us can read a room. This episode is sponsored by Better Help. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time, but time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Talkville today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Talkville. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use. And you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. 30 dead. 35 saved in season one. That's a lot of deaths and quite a few saves. Season two, 28 dead, 34 saved. The series, 58 people have died in Smallville and 69 have been saved. 69. I wonder if that was a studio note. Like they're like, Al, Miles, this is the studio. We got to kill more people. Or listen, you're killing too many people. I wonder if that was ever a conversation. I'll tell you, you what, call Al. I guarantee Peter Roth jumped in and goes, eh, there's too many. It's too dark. People are dying. They don't have to die. But it was like, well, they have the secret. You ship them off somewhere. It's <laughs> my best Peter Roth. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. But I, I get what you're talking about. Um, yeah. An average of 1.3 dead and 1.5 saved in every episode. So only half a person died? 1.5? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to talk about Ryan's favorite scene because, uh, well, I oh, kicked boy. royal ass in that department. <laughs> you, beat, you, beat us, you beat me by one. Well, hang on. We, See, I, last year was very different. Season I one, I beat you five, eight to three. We tied five, five. and nobody got four of them. Season two, six to five. I barely beat. You're right. You, you came back. We tied six. We're nose to nose. And nobody got five. Well, I'm sure there's a little bit. You guys are like a, a World Series pitcher and catcher in that room giving hand signals about what really it is. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't I'm not think there to can, witness it. I don't think you can catch up. Ryan's got his hands between his legs. He's like touching his thighs, a one or two <laughs> down the middle. What is he, John Cougar? He's got his hands between his knees. <laughs> little ditty about Jack and Diane. Okay, the total is Michael 14, Tom 8. We tied 11 times, and nine times both of us got it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing I can do next year is not choose what you choose. I got I to gotta mix it up. I got to change. Just go against everything that no, is core this to my was, being. I think you're doing well. Look, Ugh. you never know. I only have eight more years. I don't remember season three, other than I will tell you this. If I recall correctly, this could be my favorite scene and my least favorite scene uh, season. Sorry, season. Because I go nuts in this season coming up. I'm wearing straight no, jackets. Yeah. I'm mentally ill. I was having a tough time. I was also going through through renegotiations. And I, my mind was, I was, where is my mind by the Pixies would be the definitive song. It was a tough Ryan, season it'd be a good I Would it be a good idea when we get to that episode where Michael goes to the insane asylum that you put him in a straight jacket for the podcast? Dude, can I'm we so can we get a vote on that? I'm Just so having... claustrophobic. But get me out of here! You can't do this. It's gotta let you gotta get me something that's easier. Make it look real, but it's easy to move around. Like Michael, we have to put the straight jacket on you. It's not the second time I've heard that. 
you like how I said second. Um, yeah, man. I remember the island starting out on the island. You'll have to if you haven't seen it. But Ryan, you haven't seen it. Uh, well, I know yeah. the the cliffhanger and your was sunburn. that you were about to crash into okay, the so ocean don't say on the plane. So don't say the anything. fact that you end up on an island is not surprising to me. You know, I I really um, I don't want to say toot my own horn, but I, I I remember this season is where I stepped it up. It wasn't just Lex going, "Hey Clark, why don't you have sex with uh, with Lana?" Hey, uh, Chloe talks too much. Hey, you know, I'm not just that guy. I'm not just hitting a car with a freaking golf club at half speed. This, I remember I really felt like physically and mentally it. exhausted. Like it was it was a really tough season for me, if I recall. Well, since you mentioned you're on an island, was Castaway something you watched a ton in preparation for this season? No. <laughs> okay. did, you, did you bring a volleyball? <laughs> no. But you know what? I did you do get remember this. On? I do remember this. Beeman goes, Where's mom? It's Beeman. Like, Beeman, what's up? He goes, We're going to an island. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, we're shooting in Hawaii. No, Vancouver Island. Here we go. <laughs> it's freezing. I'm <laughs> naked, running around. I had like a month to work out and try to get in shape. And uh, I remember it was kind of fun, though. We had fun. We just like, I like when it's just a, not to say a skeleton crew, but. It, it felt like it was definitely less than it was B unit, right? So it wasn't as many, many people there, and it was just me and Beeman, and it's and more intimate. It was. It was more intimate. It's like when it's going back to season two when we did Rosetta in New York with Beeman. Same thing. You just have you have only the necessary people around you. There's no nobody. Nobody has assistance everywhere. People like the camera operator goes gets the lens, not the third camera assistant. You know, yeah. it's like everybody's in it. It's yeah. almost like you're shooting in in a way an independent film, in a sense because it's a smaller crew. It's like you know it just again. Tom said intimate. Intimate's the word. I like that. I miss that. I want to. I, I. I. You know what's funny is after all this and watching this stuff, I'm, I'm working on some things and I want to direct something again. And I think I found it, Tom. It's it's oh, it's nice. horror thriller, and uh, I met with someone, and I think they want to make it, but we'll see what happens. Um, wow. but I really want to get behind the camera. I think you should get behind the camera again. Do, do you miss I it at all it. or not really? No, it's it's so much. It's so rewarding. I Directing think you is so rewarding. Think you Even at like, look, what if you, you know, we come up with a cool short film or short something and you just come down and direct it to just step in again. Yeah. Do something. Fun. I think you loved it and you were so happy when you were doing it. That I was I like, was. I thought you were going to continue more and, you know, you, yeah. you're doing your stuff, but then you have a family and that happens. <laughs> but... Um, I can see you doing that again. Um, what would you want more out of season three, Ryan? How about this? How about I can guess? How about oh, we the guess? podcast or this or the the series? Ooh, just for, for for small turn that love triangle into a love square. Let's keep it going. Yeah, let's, let's get. You know what I think Ryan wants? <laughs> Less shows where characters become someone else, even though they're them, but they become different personalities, and it's resolved. Oh, he hates that. Well, it's, it's going to happen. I tell you though, what's really going to what really is going to throw Ryan off is the whole uh, Lex Chloe love thing that happens in season three. I remember that. That was nuts. I can't do that to Ryan. It's but are you like, kidding? Not, Wait, is that was that a joke? He's kidding. It's okay. a joke. I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> Me with Chloe, that would have just been weird because it set. You know, it would have been even weirder if like John Glover starts, you know, making oh. out with Chloe. That could happen. Well, that's where they're going with it. 
it seems. But and also, getting it's into be bed tough with to, each other, yeah, it's gonna be tough for me to avoid the personality flipping because uh, Clark just rode off, rode off into the, the sunset, sun, into the reds with a pocket oh, yeah. full of kryptonite. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy. oh, boy. You know what if song we haven't heard? want to call me, baby. Hey, we, is that Pocket Full of Kryptonite? It's a freaking song. It's the worst song it's ever your, made. It's that song, song is awful. Awful. <laughs> By the way, uh, you know what song I do like? I can't stand to fly. Has that been in I yet? mean, that's... Yes. I gave that a favorite scene in season uh, one. Oh, yeah. You did. I think I missed it. <laughs> uh, Tom, what have you noticed on this podcast with, with fans, patrons, um people uh, did people come up to you and say hey i really love talkville are, are you getting that a lot a lot of times like you've mentioned at the conventions and people are like you know what it's great i look forward to it's like their thing they do on their hour-long commute they really look forward to it because sometimes it's like you know it's it's a, it's a grind to keep up with the air dates that we have and i've asked a couple of people like what if we skipped a week here and there and they're like no absolutely not you can't do it it's like the yeah the they don't of want it. They, they want us to continue no. so i'm like i saw some guy and i go hey you want us to continue join patreon patreon.com slash talk he's like you know what i might do that I'm like yeah <laughs> what are, you know, what are i might i mean just think of all those people <laughs> it's all right, fun. that's about it folks uh ryan it's been a pleasure having you here it's 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 nice to see someone uh that's objective you're you're yeah. sort of taking this on. You, I, I thought for sure you're going to be like ah, Rosenbaum. You were on a. I didn't know for sure what you were going to think because you're older watching this now, and you're going to think, oh, Rosenbaum sucks. Tom sucks. The show sucks. I was worried about that, and uh, I don't feel like you hate it. I don't because uh, I feel like I'm reliving what I should have been watching this whole time. I feel like it was targeted at me, and I just. I just this this, this constant theme from Ryan of like. Michael, Tom, what happened to you guys? You guys were so great on that show. <laughs> yeah. Well, what yeah, happened? It, was, it was obviously a lot of work, and I think that had something to do with it. But, I mean, you get... You this guys, is chaos. You got to remember chaos. that. This show was shot on 35 millimeter for almost... It's, it's, it's complete run up till season eight. I think they stepped no. in with that. But shooting 35 millimeter, you're burning film. You got to like, hey, we got to, we can't, they, they were on top of that. Like we burn, you know, yeah. sometimes every once in a while, not a lot, but, you know, they talked to the cast and even though it wasn't me or probably wasn't Tom, or, <laughs> I'm not going to throw names out. Maybe it was Tom, but they'd say sometimes like, hey guys, you know, sometimes like the other day, like they, this pissed me off one time. They came in there like, hey, you know, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, nothing. What's going on? I'm about to go shoot a scene. It's like. Yeah, all right. It just, you know, the other day everybody was like, it took a while to get their lines together. And well, I go, I always know my fucking lines. If I don't know my lines one day, I don't mention it because I deserve a break. I'm like at McDonald's. I got a little snappy, snippy, snappy yeah. too. Stop horsing around, Rosenberg. Horsing around. I was like, all right, I'll be serious. You want me to be serious on set and bore everybody? I'll be serious. <laughs> all right, that's it, folks. Listen, we, we had a great time. And uh, we're really excited for the next season. If you want a, a question, your question asked live on the show, start calling in now on the hotline. Yeah. 213-538-2883. Just mention the episode in the reference and whatever question you have. And make sure it's short. Again, 20 seconds. Come on. We don't need long. Hey, yeah. Tom, I just want to say blah, 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 blah. Just say, hey, Tom, Michael, I just want to say something quickly. I like people it. Wanna, it's not a bad thing, but we, but, but I think Bryce has to listen to stuff and just kind of, and you know, we, you don't want it to be a minute. So I'm saying 20 seconds is probably good, right? Bryce is a baby. Bryce is a lot to what do if, right now. Bryce is a lot just, to do. What if we just cut to the actual question? 
We just edit it. Well, you want to hear them say, hey, it's for Marianne from Oh, Gilligan's okay, Island. now you want to hear it. And, okay. Uh, you know, you, want, you want them to have that. I, I, want to, I want to hear that, too, and I like their questions. Big shout out to Nico and Zach. Love you guys. Uh, thanks for all your, your love. Well, thank you, guys. Brian or Bryce. Yeah, we go way and back. And Ryan and Bryce, Jason. Jason. Ryan, I, I combine the two. Jason, thank you yeah, guys I don't know for all your hard work. Guys. I, don't, I, know we, I know we would yeah. do this show, which is why I joined Patreon. Reminder, we now have merch in the store. Damn, who's that? And other sweet designs. We also have signed pictures of, of me and Tom. We have to get more of those because those sold out. And we have a new picture that's coming up. Um, it's a, this artist, and it's awesome, and it's going to be up there, signed by me and Tom. And uh, we look great. We look, look absolutely great, great, dude. It's like a semblance. It's like a. It's like a, of us. So it looks kind of like us, but it's kind of comic booky. I it's like a better it. version. Better version of us. Yeah, it's the version we'd like to be. All right. Before we leave, here are a few highlights from our time in season two. Enjoy. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Boy, this is exciting. Welcome back to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast, where every week we watch an episode of Smallville, mostly that I haven't seen. We rewatch <laughs> them, and then we talk about them with you. We discuss... I try not to shit on the show. The talent's hosting a welcome back party for Whitney, and everyone's jamming out to good old Charlotte or good Charlotte. Clark, <laughs> I, you know what? I never liked that the the music that was around during Smallville. There was a couple of songs here and there, but that it's whole, the wrong era for you. That whole it's era just the wrong era of like that feel like that angry like. They weren't as cool as punk, like back when punk came out with the Sex Pistols, and they're trying to reinvent that but make it commercial. And they're just complaining. It's just complaining about, um, you know, another turning point. Punk was more like, "Here's what we're gonna do," and then it turned into like, "I'm just not happy with what's happening." That's that's right. It's like, um, what's that December song? A long December. No, Counting Crows. No, December by uh, December is the band. No, that song about December, uh, you know, the the um the famous band, they're like punk that came out. They were the biggest one around then. Wake me up when September yeah. ends. Wake me Green up day. before September. Okay, yeah. It's a whiny. A little whiny. <laughs> it's whiny. Like it's a whiny time up. in our lives. I, I had some things in this episode that bothered me. I do remember this episode. You do? I remember thinking to myself. Boy, is this boring. I, I I swear to God, I remember being in the principal's office and going, was that okay? Was that 
some fans go Rosenbaum shitting on the show again because I'm very honest. I'm like, I love it. And then I'm like, eh. And then I'm like, no, you know, but I'm honest. Yeah. And this is how I feel watching it. And I'm proud of it and all that. But like, you can't have people just going, yes, it was a hundred percent. We give it all the roses. And it was all because it's like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's TV. It's not easy to make 22 episodes a year. The worst set we ever had to work in the caves were the worst. So that was really, um, we'll I, get found, to that. I found old videos of me in the caves not happy i should post it it's me me in the caves like, We've got another day in the caves i can't breathe the smoke the dust the the it was a lie it was i we I, get, we i remember one time because we were still shooting film and film is expensive and i remember i don't know if it was you or me but we got it got to the point where we were like roll the cameras and then i'll walk into the cave and start the scene and they're like well we, we can't do that because you'd go into the cave and you couldn't breathe. It was hot. It was oh, humid. You couldn't breathe. There was all this stuff coming off the, the wood chips that were there. It was, and then say cut and all the actors would just sprint out the side of the cave to get fresh air. It was horrible. Yeah, it was not good. When you, when you direct an episode, there's like three things you need to know. What, how are you going to get into the scene? How are you going to get out of the scene? And what is the scene? What is the thing you need from the scene? Right? From an actor, there's other things to consider, whatever. But that's the simplest version. Almost every scene in this episode had horrible outs. Mm -hmm. Horrible. Yeah. Maybe I'm shitting on it now. But, I mean, people just walking out of frames. You know, you know, you remember the Smallville thing is like you go in and then you cut. It was unmotivated. Nothing seemed like it Everything, really Everything. Everyone was just leaving frames everywhere. Yeah. I was like, what? They ruined a moment with Lana by hearing her effing voiceover. Have her, we, we don't need, it was distracting. Just have her looking at the letter. We know it's the letter. Here's what I would have done. Move in on her, push in on her. She starts, she's reading the letter and just hang with her for a moment. And then she looks up, concerned, sad, and we cut. We don't need to hear, dear, dear diary. <laughs> I'm wondering when they're, when they're breaking the episodes down for the season. They, they go from this giant uh beautiful story compelling character development all these things and then they just go into that they have everybody working on the big episode and they're like by the way everybody who's writing the next three episodes we're taking away fifty thousand dollars from your budget because we're using it so go figure it out don't bother us but you and know what like, they didn't need a budget to tell a compelling story <laughs> with characters they didn't need that I just, yeah, I just, you know, you know, if someone's listening and they didn't listen to the last episode, see how I praised it because it was glorious. This one, not going to do it. Worst opening ever. I'm just going to start with that. Yeah. Worst well, shot to open up a show. Come on. I mean, I'm not going to shit on the whole thing, was but that, like, come on. Was that the uh, robbery of the, on the road? No, it just, it starts in the Talon and it just goes down to Clark and Lana walking in. It's like, where's, where's the... Where's the sense of occasion, guys? It's beginning of the episode. Transitions are the number one things you have to figure out when you're director. So I'm told. Yeah. Um, well, that was James but anyway, Marshall. but let's continue. The show opens with Lana on horseback in the cemetery visiting her parents at two in the morning. Why? Why two in the morning? Why not four in the afternoon? Why is she always going here? A young girl in the middle of the night in a cemetery. Why, why is she doing well, the, that? The, the episode is not called Sunshine. It's called Nocturne. <laughs> Damn. Duh. You're like the dog whisperer, Clark. Damn, who's that? Clark takes Pete to investigate the shop class and search for their teacher. Damn, who's that? Oh, 
They this find was a body the best scene. falling out of the closet, revealing. This like, was How does that body best. just fall out of nowhere? No, but but Sam's play, like the way he plays Pete. Oh, we're just looking around. Okay, I'm going to look. I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking around, Clark. I'm looking around. Bam, he gets hit by a dead body. All I could hear was, damn, who's that? Like muffled. <laughs> I know he didn't say it, but I just laughed out loud. Yeah. At that moment. And, and it wasn't, you were not supposed to laugh out loud. He identifies Eric Marsh, Smallville's prize baseball prospect. You're like, hey, who's that guy? I've never seen him before. But he's the star of the school, and you're, you know, he played football. And Clark did his own damn who's that. In yeah, that damn who's that. Damn. Tears in her eyes. She lays it all out. And the ultimate gut punch to this vulnerable moment from Chloe comes when Clark mutters, Lana, <laughs> I wanted you to go, damn, who's that? Oh, by the way, not to jump ahead, but when they opened the freezer to find the bartender, were, yeah. you, were you ready for Pete to say, no, damn, who's that? <laughs> I was so ready. Will somebody record that moment? Save me. Somebody save me. I want that moment. I wanted it. <laughs> Dude, I did too. I, I hope somebody out there will record it just for like a, a seven second spot and then have P like dub Pete's voice from the upper other episode when he says, damn, who's that? Under that. Whoa, who's that? Because he really doesn't know who it is, by the way. He doesn't. Pete doesn't know who that guy damn, is. Who's that? Whoa, who's that? Yes, Kristen did hang off the side of that dam. Really? For, for Wait, real? There's a real dam? Damn. Yeah. Jeez. Damn, real damn, damn. damn. Real damn. Who's that? Huh. That's Lana. <laughs> I think Kristen was there watching. The episode for the next ends season. with Clark cleaning out Ryan's empty hospital room. Damn. Who's that? Damn, who's that? <laughs> I'm calling Al. I'm pissed. Rush. Was that the was that the Pete and the drag racing one? Yes. And I just felt like yeah. we sort of saw this in Nicodemus and it's already second season. And it's like it just seemed like everybody's like and Ryan, who's like more of the outsider, and he likes stuff a lot more than you know I do, but um right. but he's more forgiving and I like a lot of stuff, but he is more like I just when we get into those moments, it's kind of like Seeing those people like that, I know it's fun for the actors, and then we know it's going to be resolved in about five minutes. <laughs> you know, is oh, it one the the, per the the personality change episodes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that was something. I'll, I'll be honest; it it always because you know crypto. You know, we have different kinds of kryptonite that did it and stuff. Look, I think it was definitely a a you know something we had on our tool belt that we would that we would go to. And I think sometimes cause it was just fun. I don't think they always worked. I don't think that one worked, but you know, when they did work, they, you know, like Onyx and Nicodemus, and Nicodemus was great. Nicodemus, which yeah, I think Nicodemus was, was for us. And again, you know, I think I said this before, you know, season one is kind of that discovery and the show tells you what the show can and can't do in some ways. And for whatever reason, sort of personality switches and doppelgangers, for the most part, I think if you looked across the, 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 you know, 10 seasons, those episodes, I bet the batting average was pretty good. You know what I mean? It was better than, than most. And I, but right. sometimes, you know, you needed a good concept, like the one where Clark and I think it's in season four where Clark and Lionel do like a body transference, transference, thing. transference, which My I favorite. think that one's fantastic, but you know, Tom's great. And, and, and John was great, you know? So it's just, you know, I, th I think I think they can work. So I think again, when you're doing 22, when you have yeah, you know, you want a variety of episodes, it was just it, it, and sometimes it allowed you, like in that one, to 
people walking in different shoes. So it gave you a different perspective, it gave the characters a different perspective on the other characters as well. So I, I love that's, it. That's why, we, yeah. You know, we kind of really wanted to give Annette her own story. And, you know, the idea that she would work for Lionel, we knew would also, it would put friction in that relationship, which we thought at the time, I think was a, was, was a good idea because, you know, the Kents were always sort of this like, you know, very much a unit and we wanted to see oh what happens when we put some friction between them that makes absolute sense you know and and again she talked about it in season one you know she's the city girl who moved to the country because she fell in love but there's a certain point where you're like you know what i'm you know clark's growing up and i'm not getting you know as much out of all of this as i once was so what else is there in my life And, and then you know there's lionel dangling something in front of her you know where she can be her own person. You know, Jonathan's got the farm, Clark's got his friends and you know, what, what does she have? So I, I think yeah, Michael, I think leave him alone. You know, that as well. And it really, <laughs> you know, and, and also, you know, to put Annette and John in scenes together, which we wanted to do. Yeah. You know, that makes perfect sense. And it's funny because I kept saying this, even though I find a lot of problems and I'm the only one that mentions them, I had issues with, I didn't hate the episode. It's not like I hated it. No. I just found a lot of problems with it. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't remember it that well, as you can tell. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna call Al. <laughs> I'm tired of this. How much older is Lex? I mean, listen, Clark's in high school, a freshman in high school. This Lex is sophomore year, right? Probably gone through college, and he's two or three years into running companies. So he's probably in a meeting with Tim Burton. You know, they're getting ready for season two of Wednesday. They're prepping. I'm sure. It's a big show. I wish I, I could see show. his. I wish I could see the look on Al's eyes when he looks at his Hello. phone and sees that you're calling. Hey, Al. Hey. You're on the podcast right now for just a minute. We just want to talk to you for a minute. I know you got Wednesday and you're doing big movies and things, and you always have time for us, and that's why you're such a great guy. <laughs> but listen to this. We we we've been deciding. I think you know Tom always talks to me about how odd he thinks it is that Lex is so much older. I only think he's like five years older, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lex was like five years older than Clark. Oh, yeah. So what's wrong with that? I think Lex is like, like in the show, like 21, 22 or something like that. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Al. Yeah. Clark, you look like you're 16, 17. I mean, look, we obviously got, obviously, you know, it's it's in the proud tradition of, you know, of of Greece and West Side Story. You know, we have in the, you know, it's the classic, you know, you guys are, playing high school and young adults, you know, 10 years older than you probably are. But that's, as we all know, that that was certainly the vogue of the early 2000s. Right. So that's life. You know, ask him what the sequel to Wednesday is going to be. Is the sequel to Wednesday next season going to be Thursday? (laughs) You've cracked the code. Exactly. Wednesday, Thursday, (laughs) Friday. (laughs) Lex going to stay with the Kents after he has nothing. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he's a billionaire. He's got a safe. He's, he's, he, I mean, at least the first couple of weeks. He, and why would it be the Kents? Because <laughs> what Lex really wants is a family. And all the money in the world can't buy you a family. Oh, good oh, one. Oh, he's got you there. Snap. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> And we didn't want to have to build another set, but mostly A. So. 
Right. <laughs> I mean, it just, it was That's weird funny. that all of a sudden he answers it. I was like, Lex, hey, I need a place to stay. And Jonathan's like, uh, it's just, it was just a little awkward. I'm like, come on. For the record, and maybe Anson doesn't remember exactly, or his agent said, you're going to get the offer and this and that. I said, talking with Anson Mount on the podcast, we're talking, did he really get an offer for Lex? Want to call him out on his shit. Al says, uh, no, I think, and I could be mistaken or misremembering this. He auditioned the same day that you did. Your second audition, I think he was in Vancouver. Nutter and Miles were up. Oh, because there's a story to that. Nutter and Miles were up there scouting and watched him. Mike Tolan and I saw you in L.A. We knew you were the guy. Nutter called before he saw your tape and said, we have Lex. And then Miles called me after that call and said, we don't have Lex. (laughs) (laughs) Then I said, well, the good news is we do have Lex and it's Michael Rosenbaum. We got the video, uh, gave him the video, and then showed it to Peter Roth, who approved you on the spot. Then Jordan Levin and Suzanne Daniels, who already loved you, said yes immediately. Anson, sorry you remembered wrong, <laughs> incorrectly, but that's straight from the creator's mouth. Um, so he was he was offered the audition, is what you're saying? No, I think what happened probably is he was great. And they're like, you know, we're not sure or whatever. And, you know, he, you know, he probably, they thought they had, or maybe his first read, they thought, hey, we have him. Um, but let's keep looking. We're not sure. I don't, I don't know, but they knew that it was That's me. Great. And, uh, and, and a big shout out to Al, who we might call today. Who knows? Our the creator of Smallville, who we ask questions if we, uh, get stumped or we don't know what the hell's going on. Al's always there. In fact, Miles, um, I just interviewed them on the, my other podcast, which will air later, but Miles was like, well, why don't you call me? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. 
Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Also, a very special guest is coming on this episode. Smallville is always going to be have a special place in my heart because it was, it was the first live action show that I went on. Uh, and uh, Alan Miles were sort of my uh, mentors. I know they find that hilarious. Uh, but uh, I, for a long time, thought that it was one guy named Alan Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the Smallville reunion, by the way? Is that happening? Um, Can you all no, discuss we're like one of the only shows that they didn't want to, they haven't asked us yeah. to do a, hey, let's do an entertainment weekly or let's do a Smallville reunion. Let's, we, we've never been asked. And I'm like, I'm kind of offended. I'm like, dude, I think even Dawson's Creek has one. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. You guys were huge. Like, huge. Oh, yeah. you know, I guess we didn't impress. I everybody. remember. What are you going to do? You know, <laughs> we knew this season was really about Clark finding out about his adopted parents it is a boy fighting out his adopted parents it was just a it's a wonderful thing to have been a part of to to know everybody and um and so many people responded to it there are people who come up to me and they say our family didn't do anything together except sit and watch smallville <laughs> and Aww. that makes me so happy because a lot of times what we do doesn't feel important or necessary sometimes it's like oh i'm just i like to put on different clothes and pretend i'm somebody else you know it's just very vain but it's not. You know, that's part of it. Yeah. But it's also just, it helps people. My mom called me after that episode aired. And she said, Anson, I think you've become a really good actor. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was like, well, you must have, you, you thought I was shit before this, right? <laughs> if George Clooney is a 10 in kissing, what would I be? Be honest. Six? Oh, God. <sighs> I, that's just such a, like, okay, we'll go... <laughs> That, that's like just not fair to George. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be embarrassing for George. Really? You know, because you, yeah, you just exceed. You can't put you on a scale. Really. I, I don't believe anything you're saying, Krista. <laughs> Nothing. Me, neither do I. Neither do I. Ryan? <laughs> should we have Aunt Nell on just to like, maybe? We should just because it'll be fun as, as hell. Because... Yes, the answer is yes. She'll come on. She's awesome. I just thought it was super cool just to be part of a comic book series. We knew when he first heard the words Kal-El and Krypton, we wanted it to be Chris Christopher Reeve. So we reached out very early because the I believe this episode shot in like early January, February, um, if, if I recall, because it's episode 17 or something like that. So yeah. we... um. We reached out very early through his agents, and I think his agent was Scott Henderson. And we said, you know, is Chris aware of Smallville? We we have a part. We'd love him to do it. Can he, you know, what do we need to do? So this was this was in the fall. And Scott reached out to Chris, and then a couple of weeks later, we heard back. He's seen the show. He's really impressed. He He really likes the guy who plays Clark. And, um, <laughs> nothing and, about lexicals yeah you know you know no. uh, yeah, that would have been weird but he said <laughs> and, and he wanted to have a conversation about it so so i got on the phone with chris and what's really fascinating is when you spoke to him you had no idea of his condition and you never had a short phone conversation with christopher reeve I, they were at least 45 <laughs> minutes long and wow. he was 
a fascinating, lovely guy who had a lot to talk about, was very direct, you know, was very honest about his situation and how that worked. And the thing he wanted was, um, you know, there's a there's a, a donation to his charity, to the Christopher Reeve Foundation and a PSA with you. And that's where things this is where, like, I don't care who you are, what show you're doing. This was a hit show in season two. And we had literally Chris Reeve. And that took four months of who was going to pay the money for because it's more than just a top of show guest star. So, uh, yeah, so that that became a yeah. big negotiation the, the production element in terms of going to new york and shit that whole thing was a whole yeah, you know that, a different story and all of it was just a headache in terms of the, a regular tv show but obviously yeah. something that we were all committed to doing that we knew would be so important for the series and for the legacy of superman did you did you find yourself uh miles i have a feeling that one of you guys get to the point where you just were like really stern and really like what the fuck on these conversations get this fucking that's usually thing our done. first that's, that's our first response usually that's like, how miles so, leads <laughs> yeah it's 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 alpha it, but it's so obvious and so again we felt it was so important that this that this episode we knew it was going to be a cornerstone episode of the show yeah. and the show in season two it just exploded in popularity so it was like it was the moment and chris was just felt like that you know achievable but amazing person to get into the show as, 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 as they call it stunt casting but he was like you know the gold standard if we get him it was just like it was the seal of approval it was everything the thing i i i was most sorry about was that i didn't get to work with christopher reeve yeah. i thought wait Me a minute too, yeah you got the original superman the original lana lang yeah you use that and it seemed to me like it would be a no-brainer Erica just had fun and she was very different than any other voice in the show. Yep. Yep. And I remember when we first started talking about her and, and doing the, some of those episodes was that we really, and I don't know whether or not Tom, you ever got this note, but was that we were looking for a very 1930s kind of banter that it was much more like Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant, that it was that kind of sort of funny, silly stuff that you guys could say to each other. Because you always had to be so earnest with Lana. Mm -hmm. And and so this just opened another door that we could go into. Um, and I and I sort of remember us thing, and I don't remember what we how four sort of played out, but that we really wanted to keep Lex away from Lois as long as we could, so that she could sort of form her own opinions about everything, and then Lex could come in and and be sort of the devil on her shoulder going, well, maybe what you're seeing is not everything that you're seeing. And that gave them a dynamic that we'd never seen before. Because, again, in the comics, as they got older, they dated before Clark and, and she dated. You know, getting Lois Lane was a, was a big deal. Like, oh, you can only have her for four, and then, oh, you can have her for 12, and then you can have her. You know what I mean? But Was that uh, was that after we Erica was cast? Did he extend? This was... This was well, yeah, I mean, we sort of had, we had cast Erica and we had it. But we, they, they only allowed us to do four. That was the deal. Oh, that was the okay, deal. Okay. Yeah. And then they said, oh, you can do it for 12. And then we never asked again. It was just in the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. I had one scene early Smallville. I was supposed to cry and I couldn't do it. And I wouldn't let them use tear spray because I'm stubborn. 
And I was angry at myself. I was so angry. And after that, I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to fucking figure out how to do this. I'm going to do it every single time. And I did. I figured it out. And I could, I could, it took me like, I think we had one scene, you and me, Tom, in the loft. And that was the first time that I, I don't remember which one, because we had 20 million scenes in the loft, but I, but I had to cry and, and it happened. And after that, I was like, ugh. I think I've got this and I don't know how I figured it out, but I started to be able to do it very consistently because I had to do it on the show a lot. Guess who was up for Lex Luthor for Smallville? Anson. Really? How close I'm were you to getting it, Anson? Um, uh, pretty, pretty close. He turned it down once he realized he really had to shave his head. No, how close? Like, I know Zach Levi was up for it, but he says he bombed the test. You tested for it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And what happened? <laughs> Tell me. People want to know. What are you trying to get him? He's to trying, say? He's trying to hide something. I could say I know him, Michael. Do you remember? Don't you remember this, man? No. D- oh man. Uh. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be you, good. You remember when? Back when you got the role. <laughs> When when you got when you got the role, you were telling me, and you you were you said, "Hey, so I'm doing this Superman thing. I'm playing like Luther. We were on the phone or something." I said, "Oh my god, they offered that to me," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember and now." And immediately, I went, "Oh my god, I am so so." It just came out. I wasn't thinking. I was like, "This <laughs> is the stupidest, most insensitive thing oh. I have ever." said i don't think it's, i don't think it's okay man it's okay it's okay it's okay and then and then who was it who was it that we did pull hall junkies with yeah phil glass you know, phil, phil. it was phil so uh phil calls me up out of the blue when i'm shooting uh i was shooting crossroads he's like what are you doing these days i'm doing this movie with britney spears and he goes oh yeah they offered that to me <laughs> and i immediately knew that you'd put him up to that <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you and that then I called you immediately after that, and I was like, "You son of a gun!" That's that all. was good. Pretty much had a panic attack after I got wow. the job. I like totally freaked out. I remember getting the call in my like uh, hotel room, and I was supposed to like my agents are all super excited, and like we got meetings lined up for you. We're gonna you're gonna meet all these people, and I immediately got on the phone, changed my flight to the very next flight out of L.A. And got the heck out of Dodge because I was like, "What does this mean? I know my life has changed, and this is kind of crazy." It, you know, when I first got up there, I didn't realize I was a self-drive. No I got one did. there. Nobody told me. I got there. They said, "Okay, you call five a.m. out at the Smallville, you know, house way out." An hour, and a, hour and a, hour, hour and a half, half. Hour and forty-five minutes. No traffic. Yeah. Yeah, and and I said, "Okay, can uh." The, uh, this lovely guy picked me up at the airport here, driven me before on shows in Vancouver. And I said, oh, can he be my driver? They said, oh, no, you're self-drive. I said, Elf. what? I'm not kidding. I went into a panic because I thought, how am I going to get there? I can't. I don't have a car. All the rental, you know, and it like I can't remember who our first AD was at the time. It was somebody very sweet who said, oh, my God, I will come pick you up. I had we had no idea. Um, but that was my manager's fault or my agents or something. Nobody freaking told me. I don't think anybody knew. So, we didn't know. Yeah. So after that, I I remember Adria. I I hired Adria, who went went on to marry uh-huh. Eric Johnson. They have a child, and um, they that's seem right. to, so so be very happy. So that's wonderful. Um, Good so she, be, she, all because of you. All, all because, because you yes. didn't have a driver. That's right. 
<laughs> um, these things happen. And she also drove John Glover for a while. Um, and then finally, I just said, this is stupid. I, I, I can drive myself. So I finally did. But, but I was just petrified about going out to this place I didn't know in the dark with no, no lights anywhere, pitch black. And it's my nightmare. It, it still is. I hate being having to go to locations I don't know where I am. What's funny is I had hung out with very randomly, like we don't even know each other that well anymore, but we had some friends in common and Amy Adams had done an episode. She, yeah. She, she liked to suck the life out of people too, her character. Similar yeah. animals. Somebody yeah. said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we went up for stuff a lot together, especially, I mean, at the time. And, you know, she was, uh, we had hung out like right before she went and did her episode. Oh, and cool. I remember thinking like, oh, that's so cool. She's going to play this like fun villain, whatever. And then I, I was shortly, I think right after, right I, somewhere, I don't know. But I remember having, I remember hanging out with her right before she did it. Was it, did it seem as chaotic as we felt on set for the first season or two? Was it kind of like everybody's rushed? We don't have a lot of time coming up with ideas. People stressed. Did you notice Alan Miles stressing it? The, the network stressing? What do you remember? Yeah. Uh, comedy mostly. Uh, but uh, they, they had a look. The thing that I have found is, a great show, a show that is going to last 100 episodes, 200 episodes, has to have a vision, has to have a set of rules, and has to be able to have a showrunner or showrunners that uh, know how to stick with that. Hold the line. Yeah. And I think one of the things that was challenging for some of the writers, because some of the writers had been on other shows, they weren't used to we would break the whole thing on the board. Alan Miles would be in like editing or they'd be, you know, dealing with the network or they'd be talking to you guys up in Vancouver and we'd be in LA working on putting things up on the board. And then they would come in and <laughs> within seconds, they would go, act two, where's the Clark and Lex scene? And we'd go, there is no Clark and Lex scene. Nope, there's a Clark and Lex scene that's in every act two. Now, the rest of this doesn't work unless you put a Clark and Lexine in there, and then they would storm out. Uh, and then I, they, I used to refer to them as like the good uncles. Like they would sort of come in and they would go, hmm, 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 okay, uh, let's fix this and then do this and do this. And then they were on, on when the scripts came in, they were amazing because they knew exactly, they didn't, put their names on it, but they knew exactly how everyone should sound. And, and so the, their hands were all over every one of the scripts. Let me ask you this. Um, did you ever have thoughts on your character in terms of all the people that left you? Eric leaves you for the war and then he dies. Nell leaves you. Uh, Smalls, your, your biological father, leaves you. And, you know, how they just kept bringing story characters in and out of these story arcs of your life, of your, you know, how did you your feel horse, about that? Your cats. Yeah. You know, there was an episode where you're, you couldn't find your cats. <laughs> Is there really? No, I'm just kidding. No, okay. no, no. I was like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, that was a big part of Lana's story uh, and why it's always so hard that Clark constantly leaves her. Um, and also, I think part of why she needed to find her independence and and a sense of who she was outside of all of those people. But I mean, that was her whole storyline is this like constant abandonment. Um, 
And I think it made her a very like in that character. She's so sad and emotional and and like yeah. like it really is a devastating way to live your life. And also not only that, she's left by everybody, but also she's constantly people's obsession. So she's like alone and then all these people become obsessed with her and there's like all this weird stuff that she went through that i don't know we ever fully explored on the show the pilot was was crazy the pilot was crazy i remember uh you know shooting all these explosions and and uh um the the way that they got um the little girl that i was holding you know when she uh, when uh lana's a little girl the way they got her to cry oh my god how did like, they get her to just... cry i've always wanted to know that Uh-oh. you want me to tell you yes no it's not gonna be good nope gotta hear it i gotta hear it yeah yeah i don't think they'd allow that in in this day and age but so i guess they had asked the mom to bring the little girl's favorite doll and Right before they rolled, the mom came around the corner to the little girl and said, say goodbye to so-and-so. You're never going to see her again. I'm never going to give her to you ever again. And this little girl just went, (laughs) and she just burst out crying. (laughs) And then in terms of like Whitney's fate, I didn't know until I read the script, which was, again, I think I was like the last to know. Was there part of you that was like... F these guys. I'm not doing this. I'm not going back to do this episode where I die. I don't have to do this. Was there anything? You know, you're young. You're like, you're probably irritable. You're a little bit like, you know. No, it was funny. It was funny because it wasn't it wasn't an easy it wasn't an easy thing. Uh, it was like, you know, they when they said, oh, we want you for this episode. I'm like, well, and we started negotiating. Well, how many episodes are we talking about? Because if it's like you know, if it's one or if it's four, if it's five, maybe we're negotiating a little differently. And they said two. And then I'm like, okay. Uh, but then the negotiations were, again, not me, but we weren't, weren't going well. And then they settled on uh, where they settled. And then I read and that it was just one. So it was like, there was a little bit of a, uh, and for me, it was a bit of an FU. And also thanks for the heads up. I had to read this and nobody told me. So there was a little bit of like FU, um, but my FU actually came later. <laughs> I had come back to do a flashback episode in season four, and I had another job that I that I had to go to. I literally had to go to the airport that day, and I said, "Look, I'm available, but I got I have to leave at two like thirty, so I'll come in. I'll do this scene. It was like some big um, like pep rally scene, and uh, and I came in. It was just like on the this loudspeaker, and I'm there at like you know six thirty in the morning. I'm just sitting around, sitting around, sitting around, sitting around. And suddenly, I'm like. I didn't tell him like, look, I have to go. And they're like, hey, no. and I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> and then it's like chaos. I'm like, no, 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 you can't leave. I haven't shot you yet. And like, that's not my fault. I told you. And, uh, and so I stuck around and I remember the director, uh, Pat Williams, who I ended up becoming a really good friend with. He says, I need you. I haven't turned around on the scene at all. Nobody told oh, me. Come and I'm like, it's fine. You got 15 minutes. And then it was like this chaotic shoot of 15 minutes trying to get this whole other half of the scene. Don't be distracted by Michael's calm demeanor. Why? He texted me last night and said, Smallville's back. The next two episodes are awesome. And then he comes on air like this, and it sounds like you just smoked a big J, which is great. <laughs> More power to you. But Michael's very excited about this. Don't let his voice fool Listen, you. Listen, quick Gollum. Um, quick Gollum. 
Oh, the precious. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. I know my kids, oh, my kids love it. My kids love it. I think that her infatuation with him make made sense because she thinks he's sort of the savior the this is who she's destined to you know this guy is destined to save the world and this is who she's been waiting for and her, her people have been waiting for she's enamored she's got this like i finally found this and this is my um adonis in blue jeans <laughs> <laughs> you know um i i don't know um i went for it rosenbaum rating then <laughs> a country song adonis in blue jeans there is a song that says that i think it's a good country line. You like that? Yeah. Donis in blue jeans. I think it was a song. <laughs> Wait, did, did anyone notice Clark's Clark's shorts almost coming off when he dives into the pool? I no. Well, those don't feel like um like regulation swimwear, like like racing swimwear. Not huggers. Yeah. No, you, oh, you want to do the speedos? Yeah, you guys are wearing like boxers. Well, it's the CW. <laughs> and no one wants to see Clark. But, don't they, but by the way, Speedos but Ryan, it is the, but it is the CW. Yes, but Speedos aren't cool. So you don't want to see Clark, the star of a series, in a speedo. Is that does that ruin it? Is and that he's not on the diving team, so I let that go. Out of all the things I didn't Michael want to Phelps let go, wore, oh, I mean, well, he wore like those long, like as it, was that technology not a thing yet? Those like long, like leggings that Michael Phelps is wearing. I no, know. no, it was not a thing. <laughs> it was definitely not. only a couple of years out on the Blu-ray. There's a, a deleted scene between Lex and Desiree, a love scene involving an ice cube. Uh, I'm just wondering if you uh, remember filming that. It's uh, on it there. Comfortable to do, and um, do you think it was cut because it was uh, too racy? Hold on, for I gotta go get my Blu-ray. Okay, thank you. Bye. Oh my God, Eddie! I didn't know that existed. Involving an ice cube. I don't Whoa. even. I I do. I remember being on the floor. Patrons, tune in next week. Oh my God. I remember being on the floor watch. and they just covered us in sweat and we were rolling around and kissing. And I think there was, I remember I did put an ice cube on her, I believe. And I, I, I vaguely remember, but it was, it was like, whoa. I remember the crew guys looking at me after going, whoa, dude. <laughs> How about that? Without saying anything, just like, holy hell. But that's available. I don't want to see it. So I know you guys are freaking thinking out there. I'm going to post it. I want to see you. I, want I don't want to see it. Do not post it. <laughs> if you become a patron, maybe we'll do a rewatch of it. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get her on the phone. Just take Krista Allen. Are you serious? Yeah. Let's see what she says. Let's see if she answers. Please leave your message for Catherine. <laughs> it's not even her phone anymore. <laughs> that, was for, that was for Catherine. Hey, well, that was worth it. Keep that in there, Jason. Uh, she changed her number. Back to also, the senses. They, they were wearing their seatbelts, by the way. In, oh, yeah. They're the wearing their seatbelts. <laughs> They're like, I have a death wish. I'm invincible. I want to die. I don't care. I have a rush. Put on your seatbelt, please. Let's make sure the airbags are intact. Boo. Boo. Did anyone notice when um, Lex went to go see Lana in the Talon that he starts to make his own cappuccino? He owns it. Do whatever you want. I've never seen him do it. <laughs> why is he doing it? You know what's funny? It? I could make a cappuccino. Saying. If it's not I'm a pod why. that I just push in, I, don't, I can't do anything. You are right, dude. Now, yeah. oh my, that's good memories. <laughs> nice. Wait, memories. 
But, oh my god, I'm an idiot. It's the character, but Allison, that Chloe's just like so. So and so died around the corner, and everything's like this. And we're thinking that it's like, dude, somebody died at your school. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, but there's been a lot of deaths at this school, so I guess maybe it's kind of like big fucking deal. Another death? Who cares? Oh wait a minute, Clark's like, I just saw him. <laughs> it's like, no, well, he's dead. We get played out to the charity concert by Steadman or Steadman with Lex Luthor on the drums. <laughs> You, I, I'm so glad you said that. You beat me to the punch. Thank you. Lex stops by the barn to thank Jonathan for his hospitality. Shockingly, Jonathan thanks him for his work around the house and says, you know, you did a lot of shit that I wouldn't have my worst enemy do. You cleaned out the ass of a few cows. You uh, <laughs> drank pee from a donkey. You really did everything. No, he didn't say anything. I didn't even right. ask you to do that. You just did it. You just did it. And you'd be a great farmer, Lex. Clark arrives in his barn and finds Walden holding the key. As ominous music plays, Walden tells Clark that he needs to die. He blasts Clark through the barn doors, which was awesome, and begins to hand blast him into the sky. He needs to blast. Oh, man, that's a good one. Thanks, Bryce. Did you see the way Clark appears behind Lex in his own hallway? Yes. I think you're right. He just <laughs> walks out and, and Lex goes, what's up, Clark? Like, <laughs> it was the so nonchalant. Lana talks about how she's eager to break the news to Chloe so she can stop avoiding her. And then she they stuff each other's tongues down their throats. <laughs> I mean, that was the heaviest kissing I've ever seen in my life. That was, <laughs> that was, there, was there, there, yeah, there's this Ryan. There's a right. And then there's like and then there's there like <laughs> there was tongue there was there was tongue there was dude. some tongue correct walden blasts himself hand blasts himself he does zero saved should we get a t-shirt say hand blast with walden just doing this look tom he's like this oh my god walden's face and his hand out like that and it says hand blast you just got hand blasted Bryce, can we please make one? That's genius. People will love that. If not, I'll buy all of them. Will they? Right. They will. We might want to. We might want to take a poll on that one. <laughs> I bet you'd like to take a poll to that one. If only Lionel has been shooting, had been shooting blanks while having his affair. So what's the deal here? <laughs> the motorcycle, and it was going really slow. Slow. And I could tell how slow it was because it was passing those markers. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, red case is kind of lame right now. What are you driving? A Prius? He's still a teenager. He doesn't know how to. He like speeds off and then on red K, you speed up. He like he rips out of there past Lana and then like puts it on thirty five mi- thirty five miles an hour cruise. Yeah, lame. You don't you don't get pulled over when he's high on red K. He's probably listening to the Little River oh. Band. I agree about the the sunglasses though, Tom. Those were yeah. those were some lame. Yeah, they could have better sunglasses. Shit. I'm gonna go with truck. Damn. Truck. Wait, did you already pick One or up. did you just decide? <laughs> I went with truck. You have to decide before. I was tired. And I decided now. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, that I will, is, I will say, Clark, I will for dispute the record, that one. You can't, you have to, for now, I'm choosing one for. To me, like, there are right. only three, like, notable <laughs> scenes. All right, read them out. Uh, but I have a favorite, yes, in mind. Tom, uh, Tom takes you seriously. Because it wasn't about the needle. It was about, we're going to find Clark's powers. And we're going to see it. Oh, my God. And it kept you on edge. And then, boom, it went in. 
That's what I'm going to say, Ryan. I think we're both. I think we're both. No, wrong. You're both wrong. What? <laughs> Are you crazy? I can, I, How I was wrong watching this? Ryan. It's Martha. The it's hospital. Bigger, we all three. Bigger but, thing. Yeah, but I, did, I this time I decided on it beforehand, and that's what we did. Talk, we weren't shitting on it before, but I, I, that was the scene I remembered the most. <laughs> uh, having watched this the spaceship. Look, I'm playing by the rules now. Oh, my God. I think Lex's scene in the parking lot is a better scene, but I think you're going to say Train. Uh, I'm going to say Lana, because that's what I picked. Oh, Lana's roundhouse wrong. kick? I think it's because it was 3 o'clock in the morning, but that was like, and I needed like a jolt. But like, that's why these scenes were good, but that was the one that I picked. Lana's roundhouse kick is your favorite scene why of not? that intense show. Why not? I'm going to give your response, your pick, as three bombs. Can I do that? Sure. Yeah, it was a bad pick. Always hold on to Smallville. Remember, folks, always hold on to Smallville. Aferrate siempre a Smallville. Remember, folks, always hold on to your junk and to Smallville. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, we can't forget the, uh, the shout-outs. I mean, you guys know the thing. We... Um, we couldn't do this without them. Patreon.com slash Talkville. And uh, if you want the seasons to come, keep coming, uh, stay a patron. Thanks for the support and the love. I've seen We see them all at the uh, the cons. It's a blast. We're trying, yeah. to, trying to do a meetup somehow with uh, all these cats sometime. But uh, we do love do them. A, um, Talkville Comic Con? That would be a, so much fun. Ooh. I like that. All right, here are the shout outs. We love you. Here we go. Nikki G, Leanne, P, Raj, C, Santiago, M, Leah, and Kristen, Little Lisa, Thomas the Leaf Blower, Sophie M, Betsy D, Abby P, Ray H, Karen, Apple M, Danielle B, 99 more, and Leilani N. We should do something. We should every week add one in and see if anybody notices, and it'd be like the fake one. Like All right, you what was the, the fake, fake one? one? All right, I'm going to add one. So you, you, you go ahead, and I'll, then I'll add okay. one. Brett G, always hold on to Smallville. Esteban G. DJ Kento, Garrett W, you know who you are, Kimberly L, Tom N, Jason W, Osama A, Lana Rhymes with Banana, Nancy D, Brian G, Sarah W, Amanda R, Teddy, one, two, seven, and Michael P. Ryan R, Billy Jean, Jordan M, Hillary, I can't even say it with a straight face. Billy Jean's not real. Billy Jean. <laughs> Billy Jean is not real. I just, I blew it. I Billy Jean, two, four, seven. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hillary B, Randy B, Dennis Quaid, Craig G, Christy. That's <laughs> terrible. They can't be like celebrity names. Christy R. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Karen P, Derek G, Jorel, Jim Mosley, Heather and Greg, Nico P, I made Smallville say butts. Eric K, Clark's mom, Kristen B, Craig C, Nanine W. Nanin W, Kristen Crook, Stephanie K, Darth Achilles, Finky, Tamara. <laughs> Oh, Tamara H. Mickey Taylor's version. That's interesting. Stephen F. Damn, who's that? Jeanette E. Deadvid. General Zod. Big D. Not the same people. Doug R. Carlos C. 
Tommy Z Boston 68, not 69. Ken K, Isabel, Corey L, Ivy and Sam, Mr. Home Arcade, Amanda K, Jesse C, Lumberg, Jack, Claire M, D Brown, Joshua W, Alice B. Kung. Please rewind. Karen Era. Karen Era M. Just saw Karen Era M. El Don Supremo. Leslie V. D Nuts. Tatiana S. Rob G. McBurts. Ginger Moose. Larry F. Christoph S. Michelle M. Drew. Brittany Ace. A. Brittany S. Marisol P. Veronica Q. Sebastian F. Sourpuss C. Prince. Matthew and Lincoln B. David G. Carol B. Barbara S. The Chief. Marion Louise L. Uh, I was going to say C3, that. C3GO. C3PO. CGO. Hi, CGO. Sunseeker. Kelly Bell. We're having a lot of fun today. Nikki L. Uh, Shannon M. Uh, this is... This is Umishki Vesrat Ambazin, Kakash Kami, and Brian S. We love you guys. That's like one of those things where, you know, when when you're online and it says, hide my email, and you go, of course, and it gives you this random thing. I think Omakasi, I think he... um, Omakasi. I think he he hit hide my my username, and and they gave him this one. Huh. No offense. Interesting. Or? Or he just wants to make us look hilarious. We have a thing my friend Joe and I always say. Joe will say something and I'll go, interesting? And he'll go, or uninteresting. <laughs> Which means <laughs> uh, it's kind of boring, Joe. So, uh, anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for all the uh, the love. And we'll keep this going. Just spread the word. Um, yeah. See you later, Tom. See you, buddy. Thank Good you. Season. Next season.